problems in Israel? Well, there are many, many, many problems in Israel, and among them is uh, problems between the Christians and certain uh, aspects of the Jewish community. With us today is David Nekratman, and uh, he is a uh, famous uh, uh, person that over the last uh, two decades, he deals with problems uh, between Christians, Jews, and other Israeli problems. Uh, David, uh, uh, thank you for calling in this Sunday morning in New York. Uh, tell us about what, what's going on in Israel and uh, give us a bigger, better description than I gave about your, what you do. Well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today. As you know, in a few hours uh, later on today, we have the holiday of Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. And this is a good time to actually talk about uh, the state of Christianity in, in Israel as we reflect uh, nationally on how we can do better as a country towards a community that only comprises of 2% two, two of the country's residents and citizens. Uh, besides being a Bayer projects and organizations dedicated to creating Hebraic resources for Christians. And as you just mentioned, I've been involved in Jewish-Christian relations for over two decades. I started off in the Israeli Council of New York, and I was involved in opening up the first Orthodox Jewish institution with Rabbi Shlomo Riskin uh, from 2007 to 2021. And now I am uh, leading this organization called the Isaiah Project. So I've also received a master's in biblical literature from Oral Roberts University, making me the only Orthodox Jew ever to graduate from a spiritual university's theology program. Uh, in regard to what you asked and the issue between Christians and Jews that's making headlines, anything that happens locally in Israel becomes an international story. Uh, so recently, there, you've probably been hearing about the issue of clergy members being spat upon from certain sectors of the Jewish community in Israel. So I just wanted to sort of break this down for your audience. We have over 9.6 million people that live in the state of Israel, which is the size of New Jersey. We had over the last 20 years 100 attacks on Christian holy sites and uh, certain clergy members being spat, spat upon by members of the ultra-religious community. Uh, throughout the years, uh, the police department has been involved, government officials have been involved, but there needs to be more needs to be done as far as how do we curb harassment against Christians from the ultra-religious community, and I would say also from, from other sectors of the Orthodox community when it comes to vandalizing Christian holy sites. Now, I just want to make sure that you're sanction uh, acts against Christians. These are individuals part of certain organizations within Israel that once in a while do these attacks and should, and should, if it's possible, people who are caught should be arrested. And if you're attacking a holy site, according to the law of 1967 of our prime minister, Levi Eshkol, he guaranteed the protection of holy sites to the churches and saying that anyone who vandalizes, can serve up to seven years of prison. So that's on the books. Now, what, now the question is um, enforcement of the law. That's a different thing. And I would say we need to do a better job in doing that. There is, for, 
For example, a few months earlier this year, there was an, uh, a vandalism on a Christian uh, graveyard, and uh, the people were caught on camera, but they were never prosecuted or imprisoned. Someone was picked up, arrested, but then was released. David, we're trying to ascertain if this is a serious yeah. uh, situation or is it, uh, I mean, things always happen in the United States. Things always happen. And it, it's a couple of individuals that are, you know, possibly nut jobs or whatever they are, uh, that, uh, but uh, that it's not a uh, uh, situation that's yeah, there's ongoing. No systematic, if you're looking from a, from a systematic point of view, there's no systematic things happening in Israel to attack Christians. So again, remember, over the 20 years, we have over 100 attacks, right? And these are by people of individuals who have committed these acts. Now, yes. in recent years, in recent years, we, because of our, our CCTV cameras, we have the ability to see people who do these acts. And that's where the conundrum happens is why law enforcement doesn't do a better job ensuring the protection of holy sites, besides just using a PR moment of getting together with the leaders and talking about the same thing over and over again. So there I would say that the government needs to do a little bit more in the protection of holy sites, and I would say even further that even if you have students below the age of 18 who go ahead and do these acts of vandalism or are spitting on clergy, and we have proof, then what we need is the community itself, led by the rabbis, to issue a suspension from their school to ensure that, that this is not tolerated. Because if this happened in Borough Park or if it happened in Flatbush, uh, obviously, you know, you have elected officials coming out and denouncing this, and there would be Jewish organizations uh, crying anti-Semitism. So here, we are the stewards of the Holy Land, as Jews, and we have to make sure those people who are not Jewish are protected. And the, the biggest minority that we have are Christians living in the Holy Land. We have 200,000 Christians in the Holy Land, and none of, the, none of the members of the Christian community should ever feel unsafe or even feel, you know, when they're passing uh, someone who's religious, being feared that they should be spat upon. And the only way that happens, because this is where law enforcement can't really do it until they have something on camera. But there should be uh, something happening in the religious community to ensure that the students, whoever does this, get suspended, their parents are called down, and that's where the religious community can play a vital interest into helping curb some of the stuff that you're seeing online. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I understand. Uh, David Necrotman, thank you so much for explaining it to the American people this Sunday morning. Uh, God bless you, and uh, God bless uh, Israel and America, and uh, we hope to catch up with you again real soon. Thank you. You too. God bless.